you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the 3 in 1 Podcast. Joining us from Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Pivot himself. Give it up for international, Ian Lamont Morgan. Rise and shine, good people. Good morning. And joining us from Columbus, Ohio, by way of Cincinnati, but you know he still roots for the home team. Please give it up for Keith Turner Jr. What's up, everybody? I think I need a uh, GoFundMe for uh, some counseling services since football season's over, but uh, it's all about LeBron now. What's up, everybody? (laughs) And also here in the capital city, it's your boy from several other places. Mm. They call him the Black Michael Jordan because he's the best. Oh, God. Give it up for Malcolm Morgan. Yes. Gentlemen, it is our first podcast post-Super Bowl. Keith is apparently in need of some mental health services. <laughs> but how y'all doing other than that? <laughs> I know a guy, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, feeling good, man. No, there's definitely some mourning in the air. But, uh, definitely. I find solace in the fact that the greatest sport is still being played. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Um. Well, it just finished. So, anyways, well, actually, you know, guys, I, I found out my brother uh, in their football team, the FCS, is having a spring season. So, the end of this month, I'll have more football. Isn't God good? Really, hey. I'm really gonna enjoy not watching FCS. Yeah, you, you won't have to <laughs> listen. The only reason, and the only reason why I am is because I have vested interest. Uh, shout out to my brother, my favorite college football player. But you know, it's all good. It's all good, y'all. Um, yeah, so Super Bowl was Sunday. Um, mm, 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 mm. a little bit of a disappointing game, guys. Not gonna lie, very nope. disappointing game. Did not nope. expect it to go the way it did, but the Tampa Bay Bucks pulled off the, the, the big win 31 to 9. I mean, it wasn't fair, it was a home game for them. I mean, really. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> I mean, it was a stadium full of people at Super Bowl, <laughs> Tampa Bay fans. Um, so yeah, let's talk about this. Let's let's talk about this game. I mean, it was it was really not close <laughs> for any amount of time. Nope. Um, how did the Bucks pull this one off, guys? Well, first of all, first year honored guy. Thank you. Uh, I, I was the only one that correctly picked this uh, this this game. Uh, and I think Malcolm, I think you gave me the hot take button when I picked the Bucks. I did. Man, yes. all right. Because yes. um, well, you actually picked against the team that you picked against, and <laughs> and you picked for the team you picked against <laughs> in the NFC Championship. Yeah. Listen. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I told y'all, I told y'all that uh, that was my last time picking against Brady in big time games. Like uh, it was, yeah, that's it. Uh, but anyways, like I said before, in you know uh, when we were predicting this game, the Bucks defense just showed up in a major way. And now I did not think if you would have told me, you know, that they would not let. Patrick Mahomes score a single touchdown I would have been like you need to go get tested you know uh something is clearly wrong with you um but I mean this defense was just they were on a another level and it honestly they that whole defense wins the MVP for me um them in top bowls the way they were just able to keep pressure on Mahomes it's very difficult to sack Mahomes just because of how he can get out of the pocket how he can extend plays and just throw the ball any type of way like he's throwing a baseball um and it's still accurate and 
it was just a sight to see. And Kansas City just became one dimensional. They literally left the running game, even though Edwards Hilaire did have a few game, uh, a few runs where he, you know, made some positive yards. But um, gosh, Lee, Tampa's, Tampa's defense was just incredible. And like I said, they had a great game plan for Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Like, all right, we're going to let you get a few catches, but you, we're not going to let you beat us deep. And uh, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to earn every single thing that you get. And uh, gosh, man, it was just, it was amazing to watch, honestly. Um, sad, sad for the Chiefs, you know, because they're fun, you know, watching their offense, you know, do what they do. But Tampa Bay said, not so fast. It was just amazing. Yeah, guys, that's, I mean, of course, Tom Brady was Tom Brady, but at the end of the day, that defense really showed up when they needed most. I mean, the defense showed up, but Ian, question, what went wrong for the Chiefs? Mm. What, what, mm. Went, mm. What, mm. what caused them to just fall apart the way they did in this game? I think it was, uh, no, shout out to Keith because he did predict the score correctly, but um, we talked about he predicted the thirty-one to nine. Not not the score, not the score. The, no, I'm just sorry, the, 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 the game. Yeah, right. right I was right. going to say now. Nah, look, the game, he got that right. I don't know if he got the no. score right. If Keith got the score right, I would be paying him today right. for for future services. Because I'm not a gambler, man. But if we got Nostradamus uh, on site, then uh, no, it, it honestly, but um. What I predicted was that there would be the game within the game and that that old line for Kansas City would not be able to hold up. Um, and, again, I, I, I referenced it before, uh, the game against New Orleans, that, you know, Kansas City was able to squeak out. But Patrick Mahomes was running for his life. And um, now they didn't do it the way I thought they'd do it. I mean, uh, 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 Todd Bowles came out there, <laughs> covered two on them boys. Yep, the entire game. was able to – and was able to generate that that pressure just with just, I mean, but when your front four is doing that, why would you do with anything else? Yep. Um, and Mahomes never got settled in. Never. Um, you know, the completions were a highlight when he mm-hmm. was able to actually, you know, rest in the pocket. But I can't remember the, the exact figures, but I think it was about maybe like thirty nine of his dropbacks. He was flushed out of pocket or something like that. Four hundred and sixty seven yards rushing just between right. you know plays. Gosh, Lee, that's that is insane. insane. But uh, I, I, again, Mahomes is a great improviser. Yep. You can only improvise so much. I want to know only, the, you. You have to. I want. I want to know the guy who who has to get that stat. Like the guy, they're like, "Hey, you, you right there? Like, we're gonna be watching the game. We need you to track these these things, right? So, I want you to look at Patrick Mahomes, roll back the video, and find out how much, how many yards. And I need that in like ten minutes. So, cause I need to say that on the air. His name is Kyle. <laughs> putting his resume on Indeed because he he's sick of this. I want to I want to do on game commentary. To help <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, man, I think that's that's the key thing. Um, that and the fact that you know that 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 Chiefs defense is thin. Um, they they cannot do what they cannot do, and um, I mean they couldn't they couldn't do anything really with Brady. Um, I mean, but you know, uh, shout out to Brady. I mean, and and mind you, why Evans and Godwin did not go off. Um, they combined Tom for Brady three just, catches, but you know who did Tom, go off? Oh, yes, we do. You know, he got go a wealth, he got a wealth of riches, wealth of riches, and we talked about how big it was. Uh, okay, I won't get too much into the bugs, but uh, yeah, they couldn't stop the run. 
that was another big thing. Nope. Uh, um, if they were plus 100, I think our prediction was that, you know, Tampa Bay had a really, really good chance to win uh, because their running game was not. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's just a number of things, perfect storm injuries, and, and I just think they were overwhelmed with that uh, with that Tampa Bay defense. Yeah, I, I think, though, I mean, the other thing we haven't talked about yet is the penalties. Oh um, a lot Ooh, of self-inflicted yeah. wounds yep. uh, by the Chiefs. You know, yeah. you, you had the people that are complaining about the calls, but <sighs> for the most part, the calls were right on. They were on target. Now, they yes, were calling they were. it tighter than they did the NFC Championship game. We didn't notice that they were really letting them play. In that. I mean, they didn't have any penalties through like three or maybe even both of the fourth quarter. Yep. Um, so that's, you know, something to look at. But, I mean, for the most part, those penalties were penalties. They were. And a lot of them were unforced, like the offsides on the, uh, was it the field goal or field goal. punt? Yep. Yeah, field got goal. the first game, yeah. first down, yep. And then just a, a litany of penalties in the secondary. <sighs> and, um, and it was some of them, like, you couldn't even argue. Like the one where, where Evans beat the guy and he just falls down and takes him down. I, I mean, think like, it was Breland. Yeah. Breland had, like, two of them. That was really bad. And then he gets up and it's like, bro, you, you basically tackled him. Yep. Um, and so I think that's, that got them out of rhythm. That got them out of what they wanted to do. But also, like I mentioned on the podcast or last week, um, if Shaq Barrett played anything like he did in the <laughs> NFC championship game, I don't care who was on the offensive line. And he was, he was that good. He was that good in this yeah, game. Um, and, and the, the most surprising stat to me was that Patrick Mahomes only got sacked once. I, in my mind, he got sacked. Four or five times. Right. <laughs> like, that's the stat of the game for me. Because I was like, I feel like he was running for his life the whole game. It was only one? It was only one. Wow. Um, I got it at three. Yeah, I thought three, two. Okay. But no, it says only, it says, oh, yeah, it is three sacks. Three sacks. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's right. All right, that makes sense. Um, even that seems low. Like, it seems like he was running the whole yeah. game. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man. And for then, sure. I mean, even, you know, even with all of that, there's just some stuff that Patrick Mahomes did in that game. That you're just like, how did he even get that ball off? Um, like the the throw in the back of the end zone. I forgot who the wide receiver was, but I, Pat, he I was, think it was the running back. Yeah, and he. I don't remember if uh, he was running out of bounds. Oh, it's Darrell Williams. That's yeah, right. It, was, it sure was. Yeah. It sure was. He throws the ball, and I'm like, what is he doing? And it's like right on target. Right on target. I was like, how in the heck? And I mean, you had. I, weird I gotta things. say, go ahead. That's that's the greatest throw I think I've ever oh seen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I just. <laughs> He does that consistently. Yep. Like, it's, it's yeah. so bizarre. But then you guys think about it, like, Travis Kelsey dropped the pass. Mm-hmm. Like, how often does he do that? Mm-hmm. Maybe even twice. Uh, I mean, you had guys that just were not making their normal plays. Mm-hmm. Like, the Buccaneers had their number the entire game. Yeah. It just, yeah. it was crazy to see, yeah. y'all. Like, no one pr- could have predicted that, yeah. you know. But shout-outs to those who, you know, all those who put all that money on the Chiefs. <laughs> Woo! Yikes! This is this is how it gets. This is how Keith gets when he wins. He just hey, listen, getting, you know, listen, y'all were like, hey, you know, you know, we we predicted the games that counted, you know, yeah, all the ones the, up until oh, us. <laughs> it's just amazing if Travis Kelsey, I mean, statistically had a great game, and yep. it just didn't matter. Nope. You know, it, it, it reminded me of those NBA games where a guy drops 40, and you you don't even notice. <laughs> like, they mentioned it after the game, and mm. it's like, oh, really? Right. Oh, interesting. You mean like Zach um, Levine? <laughs> like, every, like every time he drops 40, absolutely. <laughs> um, 
And the Bulls lose by 22. Right, right, right. It was never close, Bob. (laughs) And I mean, did did y'all see how, I think, was it Levante, was it David, or who was just bodying Kelsey? Like, as soon as he got off the line Mm -hmm. of scrimmage, it was like, all right, you're going to have to get through this and still get open. Now, of course, he still did, but... I mean, you're right. Like, it felt like, okay, they had to play so much from behind. It's like, okay, they'll give these little, you know, 10, 15 yard mm-hmm. catches to Kelsey, you know, which of course add up, you yeah. know, but uh, fantasy doesn't matter right now. Team no. Kelsey, like, no. <laughs> I mean, look, and look, can we give the whoever the GM for the Bucks is uh, executive of the year? Because every, every person that he signed this offseason in the Super Bowl, particularly on offense, had a huge hand in the game. You had Gronk yeah. with two touchdowns, Leonard Fournette with a touchdown, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown with a touchdown, then obviously Tom Brady, MVP. Outside of Shady McCoy, yeah, they yeah, all balled. Shady McCoy, <laughs> he's watched. <laughs> Two-time Super Bowl champion. Right. Back-to-back Super Bowl champion. <laughs> Can you get a shirt that just says, like, doesn't have a team on it and just says back-to-back Super Bowl right, champion? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, give them credit because all of their acquisitions – Made a huge impact in this yep. game. Yep. Um, I mean, you know, Godwin and Mike Evans were, I don't want to say non existent because they did have some opportunities, but they didn't have the big numbers, obviously. Um, Ronald Jones had a decent game, but those guys were the guys that really carried this team in the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, and so you got to give them credit for making the right moves at the right time, getting yep. the right guys. Yep. And getting a guy like Fournette for the price that they got mm-hmm. him for was huge for them. Yep. Yep. Because if they had not yeah. had him this year and they were relying on whoever was behind Ronald Jones when he was hurt, this would have been a different season. Yeah. yeah and, and we talked sure. about it during the year when they weren't quite playing up to par. Yeah. Um, and we talked about it early in the, early in the, um, early in the season as well. Um, this team was going to get better. It was going to take time for this team to gel. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and we saw it throughout the playoffs. They yep. got better and they had Every to be three of the best quarterbacks in the NFL to on do the it. road on the, well, one of them was not on the road. Anyways, that's the Super Bowl, <laughs> which again was really, really cool. Y'all, this is history. We'll never forget this, but like three huge road games, they go to new Orleans and they go to green Bay and beat both of them. Like what that about the first world game against Washington. Uh, this account? Look, all right. Guys, all right. You said three big runaways. I mean, you know, all right. But I'm just saying they were all, all on the road. Yeah. Like, you know, their path yeah. to the Super Bowl was, hey, we know we've got to win three road games. Uh-huh. And it was just yeah. amazing to watch, you yeah. know? So here's the question, guys. I'll go ahead. Go ahead Ian. I'm just, I mean, yeah, I, I marvel at Brady after the bye. Mm. I mean, they were 8 0 to end the year. Good um, God. Just rattled <laughs> off after those losses to the Rams and Chiefs. They never. Look back, and that's that's leadership. You start hearing guys talk about the intangibles that Brady brought uh, to the team. I think those are the type of things because we have consistently seen him gather up his his squads after the bye week, and um, and they finish strong. And so I, I honestly, <clears throat> there was greatness on display, and, and um, man, I I don't like to to get into the whole goat talk about you know certain things, uh, but. Uh-huh. Definitely left no question. No doubt. In that that regard. I mean, can you imagine Bill today? I mean, it just. And yeah, I I don't know. I asked somebody, who who do we think Bill Belichick was rooting for in the Super Bowl? (laughs) Who knows? Bill Belichick is just. I don't know what to say about him right now, but. He's he's probably uh, getting ready for Trump's impeachment um, at home. Okay. Coming support. Probably. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Bill, that's the, that's the best response. <laughs> so here's the question, guys: Can the Bucks repeat? 
There's they've got some big free agents that they've got to figure out what they're doing with. Levante David's a free agent. Chris Godwin's a free agent. Yep. Uh, Fournette, I believe, was only on a one year deal. I'm not. I'm yep. not absolutely sure. Yep. Um. So they've got they've AB. got AB is yep. also going to be back in free yep. agency. Gronk yep. is Gronk. Gronk's only one yeah. year too. Uh-huh. He, he's a free agent. Um, so is a free agent. So they've got to figure out some things. Yep. Some pretty prominent players. So yep. how likely is it that this team could repeat? I think it will be. Um, likely because you've got New Orleans, which they won't have Drew Brees. They're probably going to start, dare I say, guys, a rebuild. Um, they're going to try to reset. I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, they don't have money to get a quarterback. No, but when so. you have Kamara and Thomas. But that doesn't, that's, it's a quarterback league, as we see in the Super Bowl. Uh, how do you reset with <laughs> Kamara and Thomas? Because uh, you don't have a quarterback? No, how? <laughs> I, I see why. I'm saying how. <laughs> uh, bro, we, you, you'll see. Like, you know, those guys, if you load the box and you don't have, if you're not worried about Jameis Winston, then, you know, so the, their real stiff competition in NFC is going to, again, potentially be Green Bay if, you know, they get Rodgers back and those type of things. Um, and I mean, there's some other teams that could make that type of leap, but if they get like two of those big signings back, which I do, I do not believe they'll get Godwin back. I think he'll want too much money and I think he'll, he'll end up leaving. But I think if they get a B back on another discount, which some teams are just like, we're not signing him regardless. Um, and, uh, you know, they have, you know, a mix of Ronald Jones. And even if they can't get Fournette back, they may be able to, you know, still be produ- produce productive enough on the run game, I think they have a good shot. I do think they have a good shot. And of course, when you have Tom Brady, it's just you've got you've got some hope. You need to have Tom Brady and weapons. Yeah, so I mean weapons are key. huge, but I mean they're gonna have weapons regardless, right? You know? But I mean uh-huh. having Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller is one thing. Yes. Having Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson is another. That's for sure. different. It's a much different <laughs> yeah, situation. For sure, it's yeah. it's definitely yeah. different. Um, but I mean, you know, depending on what the Bucks do, if they're not able to re-sign, you know, the Godwins. I mean, I think they're going to get Brown back. So if they do have Brown, and let's say they even draft another guy, like they're going to have depth again. Um, and then if Gronk comes back for a little discount, you know, it just depends. It really depends on the mentality of some of these guys. If they're just like, hey, we want to go after one more Super Bowl, then they'll come back. They'll say, hey, they'll take a little bit of less, you know, to go for it. And I think they have an option. I think that's the problem with yeah. some of these guys. Levante David is is in his prime. Like, he's oh, yeah, gonna, yeah, he's going to want sure. a full deal. He's going to want a deal. Fournette, this is his last real shot to get a deal before he's yep. over that 30 mark. So he's going to be looking yep. for money. I mean, I don't want to be in a man's pockets, but AB seems like he has a lavish lifestyle. So he's not going to be like, look, I'll come back for a discount. No, he's like, let me see how much I, I'll go to the Lions for six years and whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> but do you think that many teams are going to offer him that type of lucrative deal? He showed that he can be I sane for will, a little yeah. bit. It doesn't take much yeah. in the NFL. All right. What's his name? Greg Hardy got a job after he, you know, that uh, uh, that criminal Josh situation. Josh Gordon is still getting <laughs> right, right. That's true. He's on number eight. That's true. <laughs> uh, that's true. I mean, I mean, his issues was weed. You know, AB is like crazy in the head, which yeah. is a whole other thing. But regardless, I mean, hey, man Jones. God, that dude. Man. I mean, owner, owner's mentality. Owner's mentality is yeah. I understand. You know, he does crack. Can he play football? Right. Can he hold it together during the season? Right. Right. Lamar Odom is on crack, but can he hold it together for a little bit? <laughs> right. Can he right. still hit three? <laughs> okay, start him. Yeah. I mean, hey, guys, you know, 
I, but again, they'll still have a shot yeah. because the NFC won't be, you know, especially with the Saints being, you know, not. I think they're going to take a major step back, even though they're, they'll still have Kamara and Thomas. I think they're going to take a major step back so much so to where they may barely get a wild card spot, mm. um, you know, because you know, I think the Cardinals are going to come back. If they get a solid running back, they're going to be better. Your 49ers, depending on what they do at quarterback, they could be right back in the mix. Seattle's always going to be in the mix. You've got teams who will be good, but I think. Uh, the Rams. Yeah, but, you know, we got to see what that's going to look like with Matthew Stafford. You know, uh, I think it should be really good. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, what type of offseason are they going to have? Is this going to be a, you know, another Bucks type of deal where, you know, Stafford's not looking really comfortable in this offense until week 8, 9, 10? You know, so uh, we, we got a lot to look at. But the Buccaneers will be the favorites in the NFC next season, them and the Green Bay Packers. Mm. Yeah, I um, I mean, I I agree. A lot of what I was gonna, what I was gonna say, you guys already said. Um, so I mean, twenty seven free agents is is a whole different off season. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Guys. Yes, it is. Especially when you know some of them are as key as we talked about. Again, a lot of guys looking for paydays. Um, you know, I think the great illusion for fans is that this is a game that will inspire the guys to just come mm-hmm. back. Everybody wants to run it back, but uh, mm-hmm. you can understand, you know, that these cats got families and they've got ambitions and egos and, and they want to be number ones now that they feel like they have proven that they're number one status. Shaq Barrett is getting paid, so he's gone um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned because, I mean, they, they have to try and spread around what they can spread mm-hmm. around. But uh, I agree with Keith. Um, I think that there, there, there's some key shifts in the conference. Um, you look at these question marks. Now, Drew Brees hasn't officially retired yet. Okay. You know, he's he's taking a pay cut, but he that may just be goodwill towards the team so they can make some key additions, you know? No, first but, of uh, all, if I take a pay cut, it's because I'm retiring. It's not because I'm coming back to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but, you know, um, the the Falcons, I'm sure, while they don't truly factor in as an elite team, I think they're – I hope they blow it up. Good Lord, I really do. Um and while I think the Panthers would be better, I don't think they're contending in the South. So I think the Bucks have that, you know, pretty much locked in. Uh, but what are the Packers going to do? Uh, what is, you know, what what is going to happen with the Bears and that really, really solid defense, but that really, really terrible offense? Um, you know, so so questions in the conference. But I think overall, I I don't they, I don't have them repeating. I think they have to recover too much ground from what they're going to lose in free agency. Um, and while they'll have, you know, some structural continuity uh, since, you know, the, the their coordinators didn't get hired, um, you know, I, I don't think that they'll be able to overcome uh, those key losses uh, because you don't just plug in another guy and be like, hey, you know what, we lost Shaq Barrett. So, you know, <laughs> so Kenny, go, go oh, ahead Shaq out Barrett's there. And, uh, free agent. He's going to be resigned. Yeah. They can't resign them all. Uh, they, they can't get them all, but he's going to be one that I think yeah. they will. I don't. Well, I know a lot of well, a lot of teams going to be coming for him. I mean, I mean who's who's going who's going to give him the biggest offer? Look, look yeah, y- y- y'all remember y- y'all seen the movie Drumline, right? 
Of course. And there's that scene yeah. where it's the camp's just starting and they go to every, every oh, instrument God. group. They're like, Here we go. They're like, tubas are the heart and soul of this band. Flutes are the heartbeat of this. The drums. Are the, that's how everybody <laughs> feels after you win the Super Bowl. I'm the reason we won the Super Bowl. I yeah. should go. <laughs> we are the heart. <laughs> Without a heart, you ain't got a pulse. Right. <laughs> uh, so that's how everybody feels. Like, like Levante Davis, like, I'm the reason we won the Super Bowl. Shaq Barrett's like, you know what? I'm the reason we won the Super Bowl. And you know who else is saying that? Tom Brady. The New York Jets are saying that. Yeah, he's the reason they yeah. won the Super Bowl. That's what the Troy Lions are going to be saying. You know what? AB is the reason they won the Super Bowl. Let's sign <laughs> this guy and bring that Super Bowl experience over here. So a lot of these guys, I mean, I think you have to resign Levante David. I think he's the, he's the, him and Devin White make your defense special. Man. Um, and so I think he's a must. I think Chris Godwin is close to a must. They won't. They won't do it. But that's. I mean, it's, it's going to be. He's going to be able to get a lot of money. Yep. But it's it's, it's going to be up to him. You know where he wants to play, where he wants to live, that kind of stuff. And once again, he's a young guy. This is his first. This will be his first big deal. Maybe he wants his number twelve back. You know, just maybe. <laughs> maybe you never know. Maybe he doesn't actually like Tom Brady. You know, you never oh, know right, these things. Right. Um, Hate that guy. So here's the little funny thing. So did y'all see the 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 post game? interview byron leftwich first question out the gate the guy's like you know what was what was your point of emphasis uh, for this game to shut down patrick mahomes like what did what did what did you tell the team and communicate oh my god and byron looks looks and he's like stop him pat mahomes you got the wrong guy. That's the, that's the other guy. <laughs> got a black guy on our on our coaching staff. Gosh, Lee. And it was the first question. Like after they had just introduced him, they're on a Zoom. By the way, it's not like they're in the stadium. He needs to be fired. Like <laughs> straight up, just straight fired. Like fired. In that moment on that day, <laughs> when you're the, yep. the first guy, you, yep. You just like and, and like they showed the video. Like Byron sits down. He's like, "Woo!" Like get hype. He's got a cigar. And it's like he's hype. And then they go and he's like, "Really? No, that's the other you, guy." You really trying to say all black people look like <laughs> right now in this, in this moment? Like not even close. That's like saying you know me and Malcolm, like look, uh, brother Malcolm. Uh, I was preaching last week. I heard you tore up the church. Uh, that's the light skin guy you're talking about. Guy, you know, know. like really. <laughs> Gosh, it instantly man. took me back to that that great video, the newscaster interviewing uh, Samuel. Oh my gosh! And he starts asking him about a Lawrence Fishburne commercial. <laughs> no, he calls. Yeah, him. How was that for you? <laughs> He's like, we're not all the same like, people. Hey, Lord, tell us about what it's like to be on Blackish. No, that's the other black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the Matrix. Wow, what a movie! What a movie! And then he just ribbed him for like for like. <laughs> that's the thing. He didn't let him. Up. He didn't let him. I wouldn't have either. And then the guy was just like, "That's how like, you got to do it." Yeah. You know what? I I I can't say anything because I. <laughs> I wonder what this guy looks like. Is he an old white guy? Because if he is, you know, well, like, they did. Sh- he was. It was Zoom. Of course, right. I, I just want to know who it is. Like, oh my what? gosh, it was clearly a white guy. It was like a, it sounded like a younger. Oh, younger, you think he's young? Oh, yeah. oh bro, it was. The whole thing, he just, and Byron just immediately just starts smiling and he's like, really? <laughs> this guy. Yes, maybe that, maybe that's why black coaches are getting hired. They, they look like other guys, you know, you know they, they bring uh, in Marvin Lewis and they're like, I thought you were Eric Benet. This I, is an I, Eric I, Benet. I, oh, <laughs> I, n- I never, I never knew. I, I never oh, man. I, guys, I'll be honest. I thought Adam Gates was black. Oh, man. 
Well, we got him here already. We might as well sign him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, good stuff. All right, guys. So off season the big the big off season headline right now is that it looks like the Carson Wentz deal might be yep. imminent. Yep. Um probably by the time we put out this podcast, yep. it will already have happened and this conversation will be irrelevant. But let's do it anyway. Um who where where do you guys think he ends up? Uh, the Colts. Mm. I think that's where he's going to go uh, with the reunion. Now, the only way that that doesn't happen is if he actually didn't have a good relationship with mm. with Frank Wright when he was there. Which there there's conflicting you know stories about that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it fits honestly. Mm-hmm. He goes to a guy who already knows how to use him. He's got weapons. He's got good running backs. He's got decent receivers. I think they you know T Y Hilton is going to be a question mark. And I think he's they a free agent. yeah they're they're going to need one receiver. But you know they could make a move in the offseason. And again, this draft is loaded with good receivers. So in the free agent class, yep, free. I mean, my goodness, Godwin, uh, Allen Robinson, Galladay, uh, Galladay. You, you've got a lot of guys that you can make moves for. So the Colts would be a ideal situation for him. Where where I would like for him to go, um, I really like to see you know your your Forty ers potentially make a move. Um, I think that I would be it. fun, and I think he would be a little step up from Jimmy G, who you know is just. Dare we say washed at this point right now? It's not looking good, but he's still young. He's got a little time to turn it around. But um, I really want your Fort Niners to get someone mm-hmm. for that quarterback position, Deshaun Watson, someone could to make y'all relevant again. So that's not just because I like Malcolm, but you know it's fun watching the Forty ers be good. It is. It's very. I I also agree. It's also fun seeing my team be good. Um, Indeed. I, I, I don't hate the idea of him coming to San Francisco. It just, it's for me. It's all about what it's going to cost. Yep. What do you if give? It's going to cost first round pick. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not really. That well, that's interested. what they said. They said they want a Stafford like well, deal. You can get a first round pick <laughs> in like two years. I'm not giving you first round pick this year. Yeah. Um. But I think the Colts make a lot of sense. I think the Bears make a lot of sense too. They they need an upgrade yep. at the quarterback that position. But they don't have money. They've got Foles' contract. They've got uh, Trubisky's yeah, contract. I think they're going to have to include a player in that deal. Yeah. Um. And so that's you know. There's been talk about Nick Foles being a part of a, a deal, you know, going back to Philly for some reason. Run it back. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about how crazy that would be. They bring back Nick Foles and they're NFC champion. They're going to the Super Bowl again. Like that'd just be crazy. Anyway, not going to happen. But um, yeah, I think I, I'm not mad at the 49ers, but I think the Bears and the Colts have to be two teams yep. that feel like they're a quarterback away from yep. being being close and if you have the right coordinator in the right yep. situation for him um you know the bears situation is Man a little bit rougher they need some and they need some they need some more weapons they do and Allen robinson may not resign uh-huh. with them like look this office has been bad and right. i've been the only shining star <laughs> here they'll like, be stuck with old dude that uh dropped the dropped the touchdown and is fighting dbs i forgot his name who uh, it wasn't taylor gabriel right it, no, no it was the, the other vims or mims or whatever his yeah, name yeah. Was. oh yeah mims, mims <laughs> yep mm-hmm. um so yeah, so Ian, which uh, wh- where would you like to see Wentz go? Well, you guys really already, already took one top two, um, Bears and Colts. I, I think I've been calling Colts for mm-hmm. you know some weeks now, yeah. just speculating yeah, about them. So <laughs> really, just want to <laughs> notice I was leaving it, <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, just to add some value to this conversation, have, have you guys thought about the dichotomy between? Uh, uh, Wentz and Jared Goff, mm. and just kind of, just, just kind of like where where those organizations are. And oh my god! Like that. 
<clears throat> Philly, like they they stand behind Carson Wentz through you know struggles in in his in his classes with the coach, and then they end up firing the coach. But then they're still about to move the player. <laughs> yeah. And then golf, they stand behind uh, Sean McVay in his classes with, uh, with with Jared Goff, and then they trade him. Um, and, and so just different decisions made in mm-hmm. those uh, interesting situations, and they what they went what one and two, and uh, oh my gosh, did they? Was that yeah or, or yeah, I think so. Wow. Is it one and two, or was it just one? Goff was definitely one. Goff was definitely one. Yep. Wentz might have been two. Yeah, I guess he was. Man, that seems like forever ago. It's just, it's, it's just amazing to look back at that. Yeah, on all of that uh, speculation about who would go first. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bears, <clears throat> Bears, Colts. Um, I thought about Oakland, but that wouldn't move the needle too much mm, yep. for them. Um, unless they think Carson Wentz is just so great, and again, Gruden has a has a man crush, and so man crush. Um, unless that unless that wins out, Mr. he Carr. thinks that he can just get him in a system that thrives. But even they would need to add a receiver. And so yeah. I agree. I think Indianapolis has the the cap space to take on maybe some of the hit from uh, Wentz's contract that might actually put them over the top as the um, as the favorite as suitors for Carson. I also just remember the Jets could be another potential suitor, even though, you know, they have a high pick. Um, they've, they've said that Sam Darnold mm-hmm. could be their guy, but they've, uh, there's also reports that he's, you know, potentially tradable. So, you know, trading, you know, swapping Darnold, you know, um, um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't- If I'm trading away Sam Darnold, you've got to give me something more sure than Carson Wentz. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but Darnold's not a sure thing, and neither is Wentz. So, I mean, it's it's not really. That's what I'm saying. In that situation, I'd rather I, use a pick on a quarterback instead of trying to bring in that Wentz contract. Yeah, I mean, they a lot of them don't have them taking a QB. Yeah. So I, I I don't know if they're you know I don't know if Mr. Selah is is going with Darnold or not. But uh, that's a. I'm just saying that's just another team. Just keep an eye out. They could also grab him up. How, how depressing would that be for Jets fans? Like early in the offseason, they're in a good shot to get to Sean Watson, and they've traded for Carson Wentz. The first one, like, no, no. <laughs> we went from Trevor Lawrence to Sean Watson uh, to Carson Wentz. That's what they get for being stupid and winning games. Like I don't feel any sympathy for them. You know, they could have had Trevor Lawrence and this be a Greg Williams game. tried to help him. Yeah, he really did. He tried to help him. Gave him a game that game against Oakland. Like my goodness. <sighs> Sorry, Jets fans. Um, I want them to be good though. Honestly, like I don't Jets, care. Jets fans are pretty cool. I, I know a few, and they're you I know, know some Jets fans. <laughs> uh, they're all they're all weirdos. So no, uh, I don't. Care. Yeah, they're also in New York. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I did have a friend's thought about uh, Carolina though. Okay, sure. Now, give, I, give it to us. Now, I mean, I I know. I think Teddy Bridgewater was perfect for, especially for Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, of course. Here it is. He has a, he, he finally has a breakout year, not just where he's, you know, catching bombs, but he was actually <laughs> hauling in a good amount of targets. But, um, of course, uh, if, if they're, if they're, they view Carson Wentz as an upgrade, mm. um, which apparently they're looking for, um, to pair with uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think, you know, the, the receiving talent is, is decent. It's, yeah, it's um, decent. Yeah, so that that's something interesting that I I be, but I mean again, I think the question just becomes in these you know what can be viewed as lateral moves is Carson Wentz going to put me over the top of where I already am? Mm-hmm. So even San Francisco, I'm sorry if I got a Jimmy G that that's got years into the system and things like that, I don't know if I want to if I want to bail on him for well, I know I know 
Niners fans want to bail on Jimmy G, but <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they've they've put his outs on the market several times this offseason. They uh, is yes, that the we? fans? Uh, is that the we? Fans. About them? I'm not there yet. Oh, there yet. Okay. I, we're gonna talk about okay. our teams after this. All right, but, all right. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, I mean, but but how would you feel if that announcement came today, though? That they that, traded for Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's all about the price. It's all about the price. Okay. Yeah, all right. I'm not. The, but, but, Deshaun Watson's the only one that I'm like, I don't even care. Right. Y'all could have given away the next 10 years of first round picks. You're crazy. Fine. Okay. I'm I'm being facetious, obviously. Not don't, even three. Don't three trade, much. Don't trade 10 first round picks for anybody. Right. Uh, <laughs> GMs out there, don't do it. Not even Patrick Mahomes. But not Deshaun Watson is the one that'd be like, I don't even care what the price is. Right. Get me Deshaun mm-hmm, Watson. Mm-hmm. But everybody else, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, I need to see what right. this is going like. What's the number? Yeah. What's the if I have to give up two first round picks for Carson Wentz, I don't know yeah, if I'm super nah, excited about nope, that. Nope, nope. If I have to give up one, one with we, Jimmy G, then okay, we can talk. Yes. Right. Um, so yeah. it'll be a later first round pick, anyway. Right. So, you know. Right. Um, so real quick, let's talk about free agency preview. Uh, let's talk about our teams. Mm-hmm. What we're looking for our teams to do. Yep. Keith, your Bengals. Yep. Um, you know, a good start for Joe Burrow. Good had the start. injury. Yep. So, but social signs and some stuff. What are you guys looking to do this off season? I honestly think it would be great just to sure up some offensive line and then go defense. I think we've got all the weapons we need. We're going to lose A.J. Green. That's mm-hmm. fine. He didn't do much for us this mm-hmm. year anyways. We could potentially get one, you know, a, a guy in the offseason uh, with a uh, free agent or in the draft. I'm fine with that. But sure up the offensive line and then go defense. Work every other, you know, draft pick, any other free agent money we spend. Go offensive line or defense, and then you know we'll we'll see what Joe Burrow can do. We've got oh tight end would also be another you know mm-hmm. I think if we had a really solid tight end like tight like Tyler Eifert was his first few years mm-hmm. with us, we would really be dangerous. Uh, even though our division is just loaded with talent, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I really hope, I really pray that Sewell can fall to us. Um, I like the other guy from Northwestern. I think his name's Slater. Um, but I'd really love to get from Sewell. your Northwestern Wildcats. Listen, yes, don't get me wrong. Yes, he's good, <laughs> but I would really prefer yeah. Sewell. I, so. I just saw a mock draft for the Jets take Sewell too. Yeah, I know. I did not like seeing that. Did not like seeing that. Um, yeah, I think I think you guys could use one more one more weapon. I mean, you guys could get that. I mean, this is a re- a really deep wide receiver group. Yep. I think you could get that in the second, third, fourth Absolutely. round. Absolutely, you don't have to rush to get that. But nope. I agree, the offensive line and, and fortifying that defense. Yep, and then I think you guys in the in free agency or even later later in the draft get another back to go behind Joe Mixon. I mean, but we've got Gio Bernard who has been very solid for us as a backup. You know, uh, he was really good in some of those games we actually mm-hmm. won. Um, he's older though, so yeah. you know we can't give him too much more money. Right. That's that's the that's why thing. I think it's this is where you can get a, a, a back later in the draft. You yeah. know, he doesn't need to play. You can develop, and really in the NFL, you need two, three, yeah, for sure backs. Now, um, yeah, yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, Ian, your Browns made the playoffs mm. this year. Got a playoff win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. got some got some some flux going on. Some guys that are are coming off the that. Well, I don't know about your free agents, but I know OBJ is up uh, in the trade discussions. Uh, so, what do you what do you want your Browns to do this offseason? What do you say to a defensive star that just won the Super Bowl? And is looking for a big payday when he's assessing his options. How do you how do you present a case to him? Can you tell him, yeah, well, you know, we we've got one of the top uh, edge rushers in the game, and we've got a you know, we've got a solid budding. Well, I mean, we got a, the best one-two punch running game in the league. Um, we have a we have positions open where you can thrive as a star here. 
Come on, Levante David. Mm. Go go ahead and go ahead and sign this. Con- Come on, Shaq Barrett. You know, if, if we don't get one, let's get the other. Let's get some of these premium guys who are out here in free agency and really, really, really um, invest in the defense. And now I'll be doing a little bit more draft research, you know, so we can dig into what it is that we can pick up there. But I think we saw with Delpit, um, and while that was injury, we, we can't control that. But you also cannot uh, put all your eggs in one basket and, and think that a guy's going to come in and be able to save the secondary. So uh, they, they've got some moves to make. I, I really, really do – Hope to see one big splash, uh, but then some uh, also some 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 strategic acquisitions uh, that can help bolster this defense and 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 bring it some balance so that everything is not so defensive line heavy. Yeah, yeah. What uh, about, on the offensive. Yeah. What about Richard Sherman? You know, a lot of lot of reports that uh, they're. I'll take them. Uh, okay, I'll right. take them. Yeah, because right. uh, I mean, I remember one one of the things that we talked about. This is mid season. We're talking about it. It's just like, man, they could really use a veteran presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and somebody that's got some experience. Mm-hmm. And you know, in that case, a Super Bowl mm-hmm. champion, uh, absolutely one thousand percent, a vocal leader out there on the field. That's still, I mean, he's still playing decent. Yeah, uh, football, he's solid football. You know, yeah. and so he he's definitely not falling off of the cliff. But um, on the offensive side of the ball, if you're going to trade Odell. You know, I'm. It's a pipe dream, but find out what the price is for Julio Jones. I mean, you know, um, oh no, no, wait, wait. Now Julio is, is Julio free agent? I don't think. I don't so. think so. No, no, no. Right. So find out what the price is. Um, uh, I know it's, it's a stretch. Too much. Too much. <laughs> too much for y'all. I don't. I, uh, I. I get it, and I understand. I don't. I, I think our draft capital is is pretty decent. Not just this year for the uh, for the next couple of years. I don't think we I don't think we've traded away too many of those picks. I'm just saying, if not if not now, then when? What about AJ Green? Uh, that could be an interesting name for y'all. Don't do it. Don't do it. I think AJ's seen the last of his don't really really good days in the league. Mm. Um, hate to say it, you know, I really wanted to see him come back, but he he never quite came back. Yeah. So. But, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's plenty of names out there, but those are the ones that really, I mean, defensive installments are, are at the top of my list because I think this offense with some more time and, you know, some not-so-major overhauls and then getting Odell back, I think that we, we can get a 20 to 25-point-per-game offense mm-hmm. uh, regularly. It's the defense that we've got to address. Yeah, I mean, I think later in the season we really saw you guys – able to score some points i mean it's not you know it's not the chiefs or the or the buccaneers but really it was a defense right. couldn't get stops late in games yep. Yep. um and i think richard sherman you know it's not it's not it's not richard sherman island anymore it's like you know richard island peninsula at this time at this point of his career you know and so i think with the with, <laughs> richard sherman uh, called the sack <laughs> yeah you know it's not not quite an island anymore uh, but i think that would be that would be huge for you guys to be able to get a, a veteran to help with greedy williams and, and grant delpin and denzel ward <laughs> Um, who's been yep. in those games, been in those wars, gone against those elite receivers. That would be huge for them. Uh, and that would be really big. I, mean, health, I actually want that for y'all. I and health, y'all. health is going to be really important because you guys lost. I mean, we didn't get to see Greedy Williams and Grant Delpit this, nope. this season mm-hmm. hardly at all. And and if not for your two, was it two offensive linemen being hurt? Y'all may have beat the Chiefs, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. True enough. Mm-hmm. True enough. I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm keying in on Shaq Barrett, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think Richard Sutherland would be a great pickup, but you do need some some – Youthful explosive, explosiveness in the uh, in the court. I think. Yeah. 
Um, and then me and my 49ers. We, I think we're, I think, I think we're going to find a way to get off of Jimmy, Jimmy G one way or the other. Okay. Um, I, I would love to see us get a, I think we're a quarterback away from being a contender in our division. And then, mm. um, if we can get the right quarterback, obviously, I would love to get Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Let's get him in here. Mm-hmm. Let's just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also not mad if we keep Jimmy G, but we need to do some things around the edges to yep. help yep. to help Jimmy. Um, Jimmy, at this point, it just is what he is. He's not He's not a Tom Brady. He's not one of these guys that can carry your team. You've got to build a team around him yep. um, and let him get the yep. ball to, to weapons. So, And um, our running game, despite all of the injuries, we, we, we just keep a running back. And yeah, I'm yeah y'all do. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> um, so I would love to see us do that. We've we've got to basically remake our our secondary. Everybody's a free agent. All I think our top four cornerbacks are all free agents. Um, I want. I would love to see us keep our first round pick, Patrick mm-hmm. Sertain. I've seen him in the in the mm-hmm, latest mm-hmm. in the latest uh, mock draft. So I would love to get a guy like that to help build rebuild that secondary. Yep. Um, and maybe even bring bring back Verrett, who had a really good year last year for us. Um, and then health. I mean, the big thing for us last year was health. Yep. We lost Bosa. We lost um, our other defensive um, defensive tackle, and I had a whole bunch of injuries on offense. If we're healthy, we're in the conversation. Absolutely. I mean, and we were weirdly enough close to being in the playoffs yep. at the end of the yeah. year. Yep. Um, yeah. So if we have health, we're right there. And, yep. we, and I think if we get a quarterback, we're, we're even in a much better position yeah. with how good our defense can be. Yep. Um, so I would love to see us get. I wouldn't be mad at a Carson Wentz. I, I don't want to have to pay a lot for him. Yep. I would love to get Deshaun Watson. Obviously, who wouldn't love to get Deshaun Watson? Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford was kind of my secondary guy. Yep. yep. Um, it doesn't look like the the Falcons are going to trade Matt Ryan, but I would have taken a Matt Ryan as well because I feel like we're that close mm. to being good. Um, so I'm really going to be really interested to see how we invest into the into the secondary and then how these guys rebound from some of these injuries. Um. But guys, a name that I didn't realize is out there. Patrick Peterson is a mm. is a free agent. Mm. Now he's not. Once again, it's not Patrick Pe- Peterson Island anymore. No, no, it's no, no, like no. A, and it's barely a peninsula. Yeah, it's but it's a hotel. But he's, he's <laughs> <laughs> but I think on the right team he could be a helpful player. I'm yes, not, for sure. <clears throat> now, if you're relying on him to be number one shutdown guy, no, nope. it's not that anymore. But if you have a good existing secondary or. Um, you know, he's not. You're not relying on him to be your number one guy. I think he'd be. Helped. He still had three picks last year. Yeah. Which, like, for example, the 49ers, he would have led us in picks. Yeah. Last year, so yeah, I wouldn't mind him for my Bengals. That honestly. could be huge. Yeah, we we yeah. have we have a good. You know, I think we have a good one uh, with William Jackson, and I think we got a couple of good young guys that he would be able to help mold, even if it's just for a year. Like, I wouldn't mind having him, but he's probably going to look to go to a contender, see how he can help. You know, a team like Kansas City or one of those teams. You know, beef up their secondary to to compete. No, no, no. Andrew Berry, call him too. Mm. Hey, that's fine. Call, like, call, I, again, you guys are contenders, man. so that would make sense as well. So, yeah, yeah. No, um, that actually got me very excited. Mm. I, I think he falls right in the ranks of a guy that's not going to be too expensive. Nope. <clears throat> um, but a guy who has made a name for himself and for good reason. As uh, and I mean, even just from the wealth of things that he could teach. Imagine a Denzel Warden under his wing. Mm-hmm. Imagine. Um, yeah, that's value, and I think that's that's the main thing is that the you know all of our teams have got to look to add value to our situations. Yeah, yep. we got a lot of time to talk about off season. We've got all off season. Yeah, I just want to say though, for the record, this is about to be the best NFL off season that I have probably experienced. It's just so many yeah. names out there. The draft is loaded. The free agency is loaded. Quarterbacks are going to be going to different teams. Like this is going to be the best one. 
Yeah. Uh, there's so there's so many teams that can that are legitimately in position to take yes. that next step. Yep. That is super exciting to you know evaluate these moves. I think I t- I texted you guys earlier in the week. I've never been this invested in the NFL off season. Yeah, it's. Whew. I will be honest. It kind of reminds me a little bit of that off season. I don't know if it was the last Cavaliers run or the year before the last, and everybody was like, "Oh man, we might they might add Kimba, they might do this," and then like nothing happened anywhere. <laughs> nothing. It was wrong. like yeah. it was like Channing Fry got traded to the. Was like, <laughs> right. What happened? I don't know what happened, man. I, all my people said they were trading. So, right. and then. You know, I don't know. I'm starting to get this feeling that Deshaun's not going to get moved this offseason. That is going yeah. to maybe happen in camp or the beginning yeah. of the year. Because the, what it sounds like, the Texans are just like, nope. nope. Yep. And Deshaun's going to be like, okay, all right. See y'all never. That's, <laughs> oh, that'd be a waste of. Yeah, because I, I agree. I think he's committed to not playing. Yeah, I think he's done. That would be terrible. So if you're the Texans, really you just would. might as well get some stuff for him. Like at this point. I mean, from their from their standpoint, you, you can't. You're not going to get anything close to being Deshaun Watson back. No, but and so it's like let's let's do everything we can to fix this. Let's do everything. Let's just please God. And then D- Deshaun's going to have to go James Harden, like and just be like these guys are trash. This org, right. everybody sucks. Right. I'm going to murder JJ Watt in his sleep. <laughs> like just go all like just take everybody down with them, and then they'll be like, all right, we finally got to trade him. Yep. Dust, dust, dust off the fat suit. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Look, man, if I'm them, I am calling Jacksonville like every day. Y'all sure you all don't want to get this first round pick? You sure? Keith in division? That's like, oh my gosh, that just be insane. It, it would be. It would be. But I'm, I'm just saying, they have the first overall pick. You can get a guy like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> For, for, he, he would he would murder them would, every time Deshaun, they play. Deshaun Watson would like every time they run a, a running play, he would audible out of it and just throw it every. He would throw for seventeen touchdowns in the game. It'd be go routes all day long. It'd be Trevor Lawrence against Deshaun Watson. That'd be really fun. But anyways, yeah. I, I mean, or for or, us, or, it'd be fun. or or again, the Jets have the second pick, right? Yeah. Or hey, go get their second pick. Um, from New York, you know, make sure you get a quarterback there. You know, you can get some other first round picks in the future, or whatever, and make it happen. Like, but if you don't lose a guy and you get nothing in return, because this is they're uh, not they're that's the thing they're not losing him. They're, but no, I'm they, saying this there. is like, this is last upcoming year, right? No, he signed through like 2024. Oh, that's right, he's they got a long term deal. No, they have mind. no, yeah. 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 They, he, they have the leverage. Like, kind of, kind of, they yeah. kind of because he could just not play, yeah. and then you don't have anything, right? Um, and the situation just you know gets worse. But but wh- I'm gonna do ev- if I'm the, if I'm the Texans and I don't want them to do this. But th- I'm gonna do everything possible to fix this. Bro, yeah. Let's come to your house. We'll do a counseling session. Yeah. Well, you want steak? In the, like what we got to do? Yeah, like right. let's just fix. And Deshaun's like, I'm not even picking up the phone. Right. But, so it's it's. I feel like that's what it's gonna be like. We're gonna get to training camp, and Deshaun's gonna be like, he's gonna pull a James Harden. Yeah, I'm coming. I ain't coming. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. The, uh, next, the next day, day, right? I'm training in Bermuda yeah. with my my trainer right, in Jamaica. Right. <laughs> training in Bermuda. Yeah, the, the really woman I'm I, with is my trainer. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think the uh, I really think their their best bet might be to lean on some of these teams that we were just talking about. Teams that are on the fringe, your San Francisco's, your um, 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 Indianapolis's. Yeah, your, but the draft, um, the draft, what they get back for draft, like you know, compensation just isn't great because those are high. Those are really high picks. They're not I low get, picks. I mean, 
Well, I'm just I I I just think that again, if we're talking about value and what it is that they're going to get, given that you know it's out there that he's already requested the trade, um, I think your your best suitors may be a team who they know that quarterback puts them in real contention for a championship. Well, but Miami could be really really huge because they've got a couple first round picks this year, which could help them, uh, which could help the Texans potentially get a weapon and a quarterback. You know. That may Agreed. be all of that may be true. Yeah, where they at though? But does Deshaun wants to want to go there because he has a no trade? Yeah, but I'm sure he would go to Miami. I think he would. I think Miami. he wants to go. We think, to we, Miami. We think you would think. Yeah. Yes, Miami would may, be fun. He may be like, I don't like Miami. Yeah, I don't like Brian Flores. It gets my nerves. Okay, well, you know, ma- you know maybe, know? maybe. So they yeah. they're looking for the best deal. I'm sure. But Deshaun Watson, unfortunately for them, has to say, "All right, we got the Jets. They're going to give us six first round picks, Sam Darnold." And their firstborn child for the next two years from right. any player we choose. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson is like, no, yeah, I want to go to the Chiefs. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and by the way, I'm gonna go whisper in every player's ear that y'all suck, and we not none of us are coming to care. <laughs> so figure it out. I don't care. I don't care how much y'all can get a hundred second round picks. I don't care. This is what happens you <laughs> when you, you let Bill O'Brien destroy your organization. Bruh. Man, Anyways. oh man! All right, <clears throat> um, real quick, NFL awards review. Um, Aaron Rodgers MVP, of course. Derrick Henry, offensive player of the year. Aaron Donald, defensive player of the year. Uh, Justin Herbert, offensive rookie. Chase Young, defensive rookie. Um, Alex Smith, comeback player of the year and mm. coach of the year. Kevin Stefanski, yep. from the Cleveland Browns. Way to go, Ian! Um, yep. Any surprises there? Uh, the only surprise was the Derrick Henry being offensive player of the year. Um, that that was very interesting. Um, but I mean, he listen, the dude balled again. Um, but uh, it, it's always interesting to me that the MVP doesn't get it's the weird. offensive player of the year. Like it's just so it's strange. Like that, uh, it's like that award in college. They have the you know obviously the Heisman is the Heisman, yes. but then they have whatever the player of the yes. year award yes. is, and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. and there's two of them, and it may be two different guys, and it's like. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, give it, like, give it to Aaron Rodgers or give it to Josh Allen right. potentially. But you know, hey, hey, I'm happy for Derek. You know, I, I will say he's the linchpin of that Tennessee. I mean, Arthur Lee Smith owes him some money. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> he owes Derek a, a good amount of money. I um, I would have liked to see T.J. Watt mm. in that defensive mm-hmm. player of the year spot. If you look say. at it, his numbers are literally better than yeah, Aaron Donald this year. Um, did he have the impact that Aaron Donald had? That's no. the question. Because Aaron, Aaron Donald does a lot of things mm-hmm. that are not on the stat sheet. People got to double him, triple him, just because he's that good. So, yeah, I, I'm not mad um, at him, honestly. I will say about MVP, I'm going to say it again. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Oh, if, God. If I had to ask you what player was responsible for the success in the passing game, and running game of their team, and without mm. him, mm. his team would have been completely depleted and devoid of all success. Aaron and Jones, either one of those, <laughs> either one of those. <laughs> oh, I man. think a real case for regular season, a real case could have been made for Josh Allen. Yeah, I get that. And if I had a vote, I would have voted there. As brilliant as Aaron Rodgers is and yeah. has been, yeah. Um, he can he can hand the ball off, and they actually yes, get to Aaron Jones. To Aaron Jones, he can hand it. <laughs> to Jamal Williams. Get it to Aaron Jones. No, um, but you know he can he can 
rely on other guys to actually um to actually get it going. Uh Buffalo is they may not even be a five hundred team if you take Josh Allen off of that team. Of course. And I think I, I think when you assess value in that sense, um as far as how crucial he is to everything that they do, um yeah, I, I, I got to put it on the arm and the legs of Josh Allen. Mm. Yeah, he was definitely spectacular. I mean, there was a few games that he forgot how to play football, as Malcolm mm-hmm. says. Yep. Um, and I think that's why he lost it, honestly, just because of those few bad games that he had. Um, and Aaron Rodgers just continued to, you know, perform. Um, so, you know, hey, it is what it is. Uh, we all knew Aaron Rodgers was going to get it. But I think Ian, I think. Uh, Josh Allen is the name for next year. Early MVP favorite for sure. Mm. For sure. Mm. Yeah. No. So, I mean, I think Aaron. I think Aaron Donald is definitely. I, I see the argument for TJ Watt, but Aaron Donald, I think, is just one of those guys. Yep. He's just one of those guys. When he's on the field, it's a. It's it's, it, it's reminiscent, even to a higher degree, but Sue at his peak. Yes. Correct. Like, where he yeah. just, even if he's not making the play, yep. Like he's drawing so much attention. Yep. Um, and he's just a beast. Yep. He's, he's just a beast. Um, yeah, he did that. He did that through double and triple team, mm-hmm. yeah. and he had the, he had the injury yep. later in the season as well. Um, I mean, and that defense was was great all year consistently. Yep. yep. Um, Steelers have been you know a little inconsistent, especially down the stretch. That yep. defense kind of wore down. But um, real quick before we go, um, I, I saw this discussion and I wanted to bring it here. Uh Oh, the Washington Wizards are not good. Nope. In fact, they may be the worst team in the NBA right now. Is Bradley Beal an all-star? He's leading the league in scoring, putting up great numbers, yep. but on a bad team. Yep. Bradley Beal is he an all-star. For sure. He's definitely an all-star. Absolutely. No question. There's, 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 yeah, there's, not a, there's not a real conversation I, about I, it. I want to hear the conversation for people who's... Well, people just like, he's, he's on a really bad team. But that doesn't and take... It, it kind of <laughs> does. I does mean, there's, there's guys that put up numbers and you're like, yeah, no. Like Zach Levine. Every year. Is Zach Levine going to be all-star? Every year there's all-stars. <laughs> Every year is all stars from terrible teams. Not, yeah. uh, not a lot. You see a lot of like you'll see a lot of mediocre all stars on good teams. Like for example, the Atlanta Hawks when they got like three guy, three or four guys in that year, and you're kind of like, do we re- did we really did Josh Smith really deserve to be on the all star <laughs> team? I guess yeah. okay, whatever. Did I'm, Jeff Teague really like deserve to be on the all star? Does Kyle Lowry <laughs> right, 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 fourteen right. all star teams really? Does he really need yeah. to be here again? I don't understand how that keeps happening. Um, I, I, I'm this short of boycotting them, putting Kyle Lowry back in the NBA All-Star game. Um, but I, I agree with you. They always do this this bogus thing where, you know, the leader in the conference, you know, they'll have three, four All-Stars. Um, it happened with Boston those years. Yeah, yeah. Detroit, and Bill didn't make the All-Star team last year. Yeah, which um, is crazy. But it's dumb because, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the, the, the man is – the man he's playing at an he's among the stars in the league. Mm-hmm. He's playing at near the top tier of them. Um, so I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot. It's not the MVP conversation. The man's an all star. Yeah, I'm he's an all star for sure. I I tend to agree, but I I also it's a weird argument to be like, but his team is not good. It's like, but this isn't a team thing. No, it's not. Like, it's like are you great? Yeah. Like, are you superior to others? Right. And you are right. And like Kyle Lowry has made like ten All Star teams. I don't want to hear that. And he's not even to, top. Want, there's some players I don't even want to see in an All Star game. Kyle Lowry, being, I don't want to see somebody taking charges 
in the All-Star oh game. God. Kyle Lowry <laughs> is not, exactly he's not he top does. five point guard for me. He's not even top five point guard. Well, no. Definitely so, not now. And and so it's like, uh, no. But Bradley Beal, he's in, he's in that top five shooting guard. Yeah, for Probably, sure. Yeah. yeah. No question. Now and 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 he's he's not a stat padder either. Mm-hmm. I think that's my thing is that I don't see him. I don't see him putting up those numbers in spite of the team. Mm-hmm. I see him putting up those numbers out of necessity and trying mm-hmm. to propel his team to a win. Yeah. So I think that makes a difference too. I mean, he's he's got Russell Westbrook on his team, guys. So, so well, he's got this version of Russell. Yeah. He's, he's always hurt, never. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of rough to watch Russell Westbrook right now. Like he's. He's hurt all the time. He's had, you know, he had some COVID issues and things like that. So it's like, it's just tough to see him like only play a couple games and he's yeah. out. With Didn't they just beat the Nets though? Ooh, uh, just recently? Yeah, but the Nets, you know, that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they gave up like this, at this point. He's Rusty Westbrook. He's Rusty Westbrook. Uh, that game, first of all, that this was like two weeks ago. I hate yeah. that we're talking about it now, but that I watched the end of that game. Yep. It was insane. Yep. It was absolutely, it was the, first of all, the worst inbound pass I've ever seen in my life from Joe Harris. Literally the worst. The, he looked like, Keith, I'm looking at you. Yep. You run that way. You still throw it. And he still throws yep. it straight to, I was like, bro, anyway, sorry. Um, sorry for that great analysis with no video that you can't see. Uh, <sighs> uh yeah, so Bradley Bill, I think he's all star. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. He's he'll probably get the votes, but then should there even be an all star? Like, no, they're, they're really trying to do this. No, it's so stupid. No. Like, I guess again, that is the best, the better conversation. This is all no, money, just, money it related. Is. You know, yeah, like, hey, let's try to do this. Let's try to figure out. We're already losing quite a few. You know. Few millions or millions or well, whatever, they, but they can't have fans. Like they right. definitely can't be fans at All Star Weekend. I mean, but they're going to try to do something like a Super Bowl. Maybe like, okay, we can limit it to five, ten thousand people. Like, oh, we can spread them out in this arena in Atlanta of all places. Yeah, uh, them strip clubs is going to be packed. It's going to be heavy that weekend, boy. I I brought it up and somebody you know that the even the NFL canceled there again. And everybody was like, oh, good God. I mean, nobody cares about this. It's a completely different thing. And I was like, yeah, of course it is. But I think the, it's the principle that we're talking about that, hey, in this day and age where we're limiting the number of fans at our game, we're not going to throw a fan event game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It's not necessary. And in the day and time where you're trying to keep as many guys, um, you know, secluded as you possibly can, bringing the best of the best together in, in an event so that they can play against each other, I just feel like that kind of goes against what it is you're trying to get across. Mm. Yeah. Look, first of all, the funny thing about the Pro Bowl is I used to be in Hawaii, so players yeah. be like, "Oh, let's it's a little vacation right. for the family." Right, we're right. Moved right. We're doing the we're doing the All Star game in Vegas. Nope, no, I don't want to go. Yeah, no. I can go to Vegas no, whenever I want. No. I don't want to go to Hawaii. Yep, let's go back to Hawaii. And now, and then you get like everybody sitting out, and then they moved it to like before this. Was it always before the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was always before the Super Bowl, which was uh, stupid. Sometimes was after, which then was even dumber, honestly. Right. But well, they was like, well, then you can't have like the best players because exactly, they're in the Super Bowl, exactly. And so it's just like I can't go to Hawaii. Yep, and it doesn't got, count for anything. It doesn't anyways. count for anything. Yeah. You know, why Why am I even doing this? You know, guys, I wish it was kind of like baseball where the All-Star game actually means something. Like, you win the All-Star game, you get the home field advantage in the World Series. Like, that would be really cool if that was, like, the finals or, you know, something like that. Like, no. why not? Because baseball sucks. 
Anyways, and they have to make it matter. And it doesn't. The, first of all, the, the uh, baseball all star game. First of all, is probably one of the best. Honestly, uh, let's be real. It probably is. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't even like baseball that much anymore. Here's, here's my issue, but it's with, probably the best. Ian, do you agree? I have a whole different take about <laughs> okay, baseball. All right. And, uh, here's, here's my thing with the baseball all star game. First of all, you only see the best players for like an inning, a couple innings. That's so then true. I got I got to go watch the the backup. Shortstop from the from the from the no, Brewers. but they're all all stars though. They're all still care good. about the. Uh, I don't right, care right, right. about they're, the they're, third. They're all some of the best players on there. I don't right. care about the first best reliever from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, I mean, that's ending true. the game. I don't care. I want to see means, Barry Bonds. But at least and when Barry something. Bonds is done, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> right. like, I but don't least, care. My, my whole argument though is that it, like if you're going to even have the game, have it mean something. Like to me, I, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like it's just stupid. Like the Pro Bowl, I don't even turn it on now. It's so dumb. Well, they don't play defense. They don't like, play. No defense. one is trying to. No one because it doesn't yeah. mean nothing. Well, and then you could like die if you actually like exactly. Try. Yeah, right, that's a, right. That's, that's true. That's a big thing with the for Pro fo- Bowl is the yeah. risk of injury. Yeah, that's that's true for football. It's like for for baseball, if you kind of just let the ball fall, like no one. But if you like keep your eye down and John Lynch decletes you, yeah. and your career is over, like football's not one of those games you could just tackle football. It's not a game you could just play yeah, for fun, half true. speed. That's so true. Gosh, it's like it's so guys, defensive guys are like I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt Julio Jones. So don't even do it. Sued. Just don't do it. And then offensive guys are like, oh, I'm about to just run, go around. I don't even care what play they Have ran. a seven on seven then or something like that. <laughs> so, Forget it then. Yeah, it's, like, it's so dumb. I think basketball is the best all-star weekend of it's them all. It's definitely the best weekend for sure. And, and, like, and the game has gotten like better the last three years yes. with them players being able to pick their own teams. Right. And then they did this, the, I forgot what they call it with the uh, with the different scoring per quarter. Yes. Um, in, the, in the fourth quarters of the last two all-star games have been great. Yes, so, they have. Yeah, they have. So I think that's the best weekend and game. Baseball is just. I just like that it means something. And the home run derby is so long. It is very long. It's so long. It is. Like, can we make it five outs? Because ten outs is forever. And they keep making changes that I feel like makes it longer every time. We're going to add an extra round. No! Right, right, right. right. They try try to capitalize. But baseball fans love it, boy. Like, I would love to go and sit in home run seats and try to catch balls then. You're going to be there all night. That's fine. Like, that's fun. And then you got to sit there through, like, the the little softball game they do with the celebrities. That's, that's a different day. And and then the uh, yeah. the futures game. That's like, a different day too. First of all, I'm <laughs> not sitting you all that. I want to see the home run derby. Yeah, that's in the first inning of the All Star game because my favorite player is in the, the first, first inning. First inning. <laughs> okay, the first two they or three. stay in for the for three. Or three four. innings, right? But, it's about three uh, innings. Look, I, well, you know, you only see your favorite player bat once. That's normally <laughs> true. Unless they unless but they get I, hot. I then, literally would look at the lineup card and say Barry Bonds. He's hitting second. After that, I'm turning the game off because I don't care. <laughs> there's, been some, there's been some amazing MLB All-Stars. Yes, there have. Let's just yes, say that. But, but the American League wins uh, every time. Well, they used to win a lot, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. They but, used to win a lot. It was like, this is for the World's. Well, the American League is hosting the World Series yep, because they have David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, yep. uh, <laughs> Mariano Rivera, but, you know, Jason Giambi. They got all the, all, basically the Yankees and the Red Sox, yep. and they're going to win. And then you look at the, but I, look I, at the, you look at the National League, National League yeah. and it's like, Omar Vizquel and uh, Jeff Kent, I think. Oh, Barry Bonds, he was there. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Like, they had some guys. the same year, though. That was, was like, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa in one year. And then Barry, like, had an era. Yes, he did. But other than that, it was like, Chipper Jones. Yeah. Chipper Jones was really good. 
Chipper Jones is always he, the um, <laughs> Ryan Howard, you know, Andrew, Andrew Jones, yeah, Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> yeah. Andrew Jones, yes, Andrew, Andrew, yeah, I, I really Larry Walker and Tony Gwynn, lifetimers. <laughs> <laughs> The NFL just kind of needs to find their skills competition. Yes, that's and, it. And really key in, yep. key in on, on diverse ways of showcasing their talent. Yep. Because a, a scrimmage game is not It's, it's terrible. Not it's terrible. Guys, we've gotten so deep in this conversation, but I, I saw highlights from the – they used to do the deep throwing competition with quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, with Tom Brady? Well, yeah, not, not that specific one, oh, but yes, okay. I've seen that one too. But that was fun. Yes. Like watching fun. watching Brett Favre, like he needed like 75 yards to beat whoever was ahead of him. Yep. And he got right at 75. Yep. To, and then they showed Jim Harbaugh give everything he got, and it barely went 45 <laughs> yards. I was like, dear God. So it's like you see these guys, and you're like, these are great quarterbacks. And it's like, wow, you really don't have an arm at all. Yep. <laughs> nope. Oh. Uh, well, guys, thank you for joining us for this un- completely <laughs> unplanned deep dive into All Star Games. <laughs> oh man! Hopefully, you didn't tune out after we start talking about baseball. No, the baseball All Star Game is cool. It's cool. Well, Keith, I've never seen you watch it. Not recently, because I, you know, I don't, I don't really care that much anymore. But growing up, growing up, <laughs> wait I, a minute, wait a minute. I after really, all of that, you don't watch it. I'm, all I'm saying is, actually, you know what? I watched it a couple years ago, uh, but the last few years, I just, I don't know anyone because I don't pay attention to it as much anymore. The Reds have been stinking and just hasn't been good. But growing up, like watching the the home run derby, the All Star game, it meant something. You watched all nine innings because you were hoping th- just once, Lord, let the National League win, <laughs> and, never and then they don't win again. And and again and again, and so they don't win the World Series. And yeah, like, no, they don't. You know, so you know, but uh, but yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Ugh. After all that, we learned that Keith actually does not watch the All Star Game, and it's just the, recently, it's just recently, I haven't. You know, I just said that I just liked it to mean something. That's it. That's all. Uh, yes, make it mean something. Make I, it mean something. All, everyone, NFL too. Yes, if it's, 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 it's for the kids. It's for the it's, kids. It's for my future. All, 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 all the charity it's, money. Well, so we have a lot of kids that listen to the podcast, so I can't say what it's really about, but mm. it's about the ladies that show up at All Star Weekend. That's what it's really well, about. Well, there you go. Man. No. It's not about no, the, It's the game within the game, kids. Um, and it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's, it's in Atlanta this year for a reason, and it's not because they love the Hawks. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Entanglement. Um, it, <laughs> Oh, Trey y'all, God. Marty Schottenheimer died. Man. Oh, oh, shout out to Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, parting words. Ian, you know the rules for this week. Uh-oh. You know the rules. <laughs> uh, so get yourself together. Lift every voice. And no, um, <laughs> so, Ian, give us your parting words. One of my favorite vocalists of all time. Oh and, uh, really, really is coming into and getting her due. And she was able to do the national anthem. Jasmine Sullivan, I'm so glad that she's in the spotlight. And um and and her name is being as known as it should as it should be. She's incredible. Um, did a great job. I don't know why Eric Church was there, but she did a great job. And uh, I'm 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 looking for more from her. So just celebrating her, uh, uh being her time for her sign. Uh, Ian, do you like her her new uh, sex uh, album um, that she has out? <laughs> Why did you call it a sex album? <laughs> oh man! Sex album. Um, I, I it's have music, guys. To, it's still music. It is music. I have it listened. <laughs> what is it? AMSR. <laughs> oh man! Oh gosh! I, no, I have listened to hotels. Yeah, and uh, 
Hotels. Listen, hotels, hotels, kids. Right, 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 right. <laughs> for the longest time, I'll just say that uh, I couldn't get with her songs, even though her voice was amazing. But yeah, I think her voice she's is great. Into making music that is sonically more sound, even if you know content. You know, I'm, I'm not even all that into, but uh, <laughs> but no, she's in the new space in her career. So <laughs> shout out to Jazz. Husbands, I'm praying for you. If you catch your wife, listen to that album. You to make sure you <laughs> hotels. I mean, yes, hotels. H O T E L S. Uh, make sure that you guys are uh, checking her location. Make sure she. Mm. Um, Keith, give us your parting words, uh, guys. Um, first of all, uh, Joe Biden. I'm just playing. <laughs> make sure you vote in the midterms. Uh, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, I want to give a shout out to Bruce Arians. Um, he was, you know, he literally has made history with this Super Bowl win. Uh, two female assistant coaches. Shout outs to them. Uh, three African-American assistant slash coordinators with Ty Bowles and Byron Leftwich. And I'm forgetting the name of the assistant coach. Um, but man, thank you for, you know, just really opening up the opportunities for, you know, people who have been oppressed in this country and, um, you know, showing that, hey, it can work. Mm-hmm. And um, I applaud you, Bruce, and you deserve this Super Bowl. You've put in your hard work, sweat and tears. You should have beaten, uh, what was it, uh, Pittsburgh when you were back with Arizona. That was depressing. Um, but now you've earned it. So uh, shout outs to you. Did he come from Pittsburgh? I don't know. Was he a coordinator there? Potentially, yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. Shout out. I I was looking at the the Buccaneers uh, coaching staff. Antoine Randall is the wide receiver coach. Oh, shout out to Antoine hey, Randall. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, that was a blast from the past. Blast like, from the man. past. He was good. He was really good. Yeah, college and in the pros. Yep. Um, for the Steelers, but that's that's yeah. why that's the other thing I was thinking. I think Bruce Arians was a coordinator in Pittsburgh. He may have been. Um, but yeah, shout out to shout out to them. Um, my parting words. Oh goodness gracious. Are gonna go to these New York Knickerbockers. Oh man! I was really happy for this year. We did the right thing. We didn't waste money get going after <laughs> bit free agents. Like we we drafted Obi Toppin. R.J. Barrett seems to be coming into his own. Yep. Emmanuel quickly looks like a steal from the draft this year. Um, and, and then, then mm. and then I hear these rumors about us bringing back. A former MVP, and I'm thinking they, they can't. This is it, true. This is a joke. This is just this is just noise. This is his agent trying to. And then I see it come across the news feed that they've traded for Derrick Rose. Oh man, they've traded oh, yeah. Dennis Smith Jr., another one of our failed acquisitions. Who who beg? By the way, Dennis Smith Jr., who begged to play in the G League so he could play. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. wild. Like I'm in the NBA. Please send me to the G League. I just want to play basketball. Um, and we bring back Derrick Rose. Now we first of all we've been through this experience already. It didn't go well. It wasn't it wasn't positive. And he's not playing great in Detroit. But we send a second round pick and Dennis Smith Jr. for Derrick Rose. So the Knicks. I said it on Twitter yesterday. Knicks go Nick. We bring back Derrick Rose because once a Nick, always a Nick, apparently. And apparently because Tom Thibodeau wants to finish the job and just kill Derrick Rose on the basketball court fully. He saw Derrick Rose getting a little bit of his bounce back. He's like, you know what? Let's get him 47 minutes a game and let's just finish this off the right way. We got Taj here. Let's see if we can make a deal for Jimmy Butler and just bring the whole gang back together. Let's do it. Let's Let's do it. Let's just end all of their careers here in New York. So shout out to the Knicks. Just keep nicking it up so we can not make the playoffs, not even come close, and just just get rid of draft capital for no reason. 
Oh, by the way, um, Bruce Arians was with Pittsburgh when they won that Super Bowl. Okay. Not Arizona. So there it is. My bad, guys. He, he won a Super Bowl there. Oh, I, I want the rest of them knees. I was gonna say, yeah, oh, bro. Man. I see you walking pretty good over there. No more. We trade it for you. You're starting tonight. 47 minutes. Don't even look at the bench. <laughs> Practice sprints. Sprint. You, All sprints. Are you limping? Walk it off. Get back out there. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> um, oh man. Gosh, man. You're Knicks. Knicks go Nick, man. Knicks go Nick. Well, guys. <sighs> Thank you guys for listening to this extended and impromptu episode of the 3-in-1 podcast from Cleveland, Ohio. It's International Ian Lamont Morgan. Corvette, Corvette. Never forget. <laughs> I did forget, actually. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, from Columbus, Ohio, by way of Cincinnati, they call him Mr. Home Team, Keith Turner Jr. It's time for my Bengals to start shining. Let's do it, guys. Let's do it. And it's your boy, Malcolm Morgan. They call him the Black Isaiah Thomas because if he was just a little bit taller, he'd still be in the NBA. Mm. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the 3 in 1 podcast. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>